and welcome to a new episode of Tell Me Your Business. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com and this podcast is here to energize everyday entrepreneurs to build successful businesses in the margins of what they value. Today's topic is going to be all about does your business website need a blog? So initially when I started this podcast way back in the day, it was really all about blogging. Um, because that was like the first business that I had. And so I shared a lot about blogging and like how to do blogging successful. But now that I have pulled back into general business consulting, um, just based on all of the different experiences I've had over time, uh, this particular episode is really geared towards people who have some type of business that, you know, you're wondering to yourself, like, should I have a blog associated with the products and services that I offer, which don't necessarily have to be blogging, right? Um, because blogging can be its own industry in and of itself. Uh, but today, this is really just geared towards business, small business owners who are like, hey, I think that I, I've heard about this whole blogging thing. I'm not sure if it's worth the time. I don't know if it's worth the energy. Like, convince me, basically, right? So I'm going to walk through that with you today and talk about kind of the pros, the cons, things like that, and just be really real about it. And I hope that it will help you make a decision if you've been on the fence about whether or not you want to have um, a blog on your business website, uh, no matter what your product or service actually is. Um, so the first thing you should know is when it comes to writing, um, articles, publishing blogs, um, if you're using a WordPress site, it'll be called a post, um, on your website is that these items really improve SEO. Uh, regular content publication can keep your site feeling fresh um, to the search engines to say like, okay, well, they've published on this site recently. You know, this site is alive and well, whatever. So it could be a kind of a health check for your website when it comes to search engine optimization. Um, and you may be thinking, oh my gosh, like I don't have time to add one more thing. And so I'm going to talk about that towards the end, like a strategy related to publishing on your website. So I hear you, I see you, I understand you have a lot more going on and that your expertise may not be in writing articles for your website, um, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Okay, the next thing that adding blog content or writing articles on your site does is it helps to improve the authority and expertise of your business. So uh, in general, when you're trying to make a sale, you're trying to grow the like, know, and trust that you have with a customer. And the more that person can kind of see in relation to you, what you know, and how you can solve their problems, that begins to help them make decisions a little easier. Um, because if they show up at a website, you know, like uh, where there's, like they're new to you, they really don't know who you are, like they're trying to make decisions between you, maybe somebody else in town or somebody else online, you know, sometimes those blog posts may be the things that put you over when it comes to competition because that person says, well, they've demonstrated through this these articles they've written on their site that they do know what they're talking about and not only do they know what they're talking about, they're actually addressing my problems that I am concerned about and the reason that I'm coming to them. Um, so being able to do that, and we'll talk about a strategy for that towards the end of the episode, um, being able to improve your authority and expertise through this business website that you have by writing these posts. Um, but that's the, I feel like that's one of the most important aspects of having a blog related to your small business website um, is that it will potentially help customers say, okay, I see that they're an authority. And in some cases, maybe the way that you write it or how it's written better expresses your personality or uh, your business philosophy or whatever. And when people read it, they connect with that and they feel more comfortable with you. Um, 
The other piece of that equation is if you've got articles and stuff like that, that can increase the actual traffic that comes to your website. So like if people are looking to answer some sort of question that you've posted on your blog within your website, like you can have people come to your website um, and actually like check you out. And that can help also with lead generation. So, you know, if you're looking to get people to join an email list, if you're getting people looking for people to take action in some way um, so that you can stay in contact with them, then, you know, on your website, when people read your articles, you can guide them to sign up for an email list or something along those lines so as you maintain access to them even after they visit your website, which is the key thing about having customers and like being able to stay in contact, um, especially if you have like a more broader online business, but even as a local business, it can help. Um, but if they like your content enough, you know, and you have places for them to stay in touch with you on your website, that could be a great way to engage your audience. And of all the things, like you, you could, you know, on your website say, hey, follow me on social your call to action could be, you know, following on Instagram. But the problem with that and why I would encourage you if you're considering doing blogging, also making sure that you're growing an email list on those blog posts as well, is that those algorithms make decisions for you. So, you know, even if you have 2,000 people on Facebook who follow your page or 500 or whatever, Facebook, Instagram, whoever, they're deciding who sees what. Like they're in control of that. And that's why email lists have always been important for businesses because you get to go straight to your reader's inbox um, or your customer's inbox or your client's inbox or your potential customer's inboxes. Like you don't have to hope that the algorithm shows them your latest post or your latest call to action because you can land right in their inbox. Does that mean they'll check their email? No, but it is the most efficient and effective way of staying in touch with customers ultimately. And it helps you maintain control, which is what we all want in our businesses to maintain control over our customer base. So just throwing that out there, if you're gonna do a call to action with blog content, that's a little nugget, I would do it with email list. Um, so the last thing that I think, I mean, there's many other reasons why having blogs can be beneficial, but I'm just throwing out a few here. The next one is that you can promote your services through your content. So let's say that you are writing a post and you're going through and you're picking out like your customer's biggest problems. And so you're writing these articles about these problems that you know that your customers or clients are facing. And then within that article at the end or throughout, you're saying, hey, like if you're struggling with this, you know, or you, you um, think this may be a problem for you or you need help with this or whatever, here's what you need to do. Like, and you can insert, you know, a box or something that says here's our booking process. Like, here's how to make an appointment. Like, here's how to, you know, order this thing, whatever it may be. And you're able to give them the information that they need to make a confident decision to either book, call, contact, buy, whatever it may be. Um... And so these are just like little small things that you can do with a blog that will make a big difference in your business if you are willing to invest a little bit of time in it. So I'm going to give you some examples of this um, because you may be like, I don't really know how this would work with my business. So um, for example, um, let's say that you're a dentist, right? And so one of the most common problems that you see your clients have is tooth sensitivity or something. So you write a whole article on your website about tooth sensitivity, what are the symptoms, you know, what is the best way to kind of solve these things. And then at the end, you can do a call to action that says, hey, like if you feel like you're dealing with tooth sensitivity, 
we have a very easy in and out solution for how to fix this thing, right? And then you tell them about it and then you tell them how to access it, how to make an appointment, how to do whatever. Um, Another example would be like if you have a lawn care company, so you have a bunch of articles on your website, probably, you know, dealing with potentially like vegetation that is in your particular geographic area that people are struggling with. So they might be saying like, I cannot get, you know, this particular weed under control. And so you could write a whole article geared towards how do I get this weed under control? Because that's what people are probably searching for. Um, and then your local customers will be like, oh, this person actually knows what they're talking about and this is what I need to get rid of. And look, at the end of this article, they say that they can get rid of this weed in my yard in, you know, two days or something. I don't know, whatever it may be. Um, but you're telling, you're like acknowledging the problem and then you're giving them the solution. And that's the key of these blog articles is really pointing out problems. So um, let's say that you have a cleaning company um, and maybe you do home cleaning or office cleaning or something like that. Your business website may advertise your services and things, but if you go through and talk about common mold problems or you talk about, you know, um, pet dander or you talk about uh, dust, whatever, and the health, you know, the health effects like asthma, I don't know, whatever. Um, but just trying to think about really trying to solve a customer's problem. Like you're, you're there to clean up their home to help solve some of these issues they're running into that may be causing them health related problems or whatever, but being able to kind of articulate that as an expert on your business site and lead them to those articles to say like, Hey, is this what you're struggling with? And then at the end of the article saying, this is how we fix this problem. Um, can really give your customers a sense of like, okay, they actually do this thing that is bothering me and concerning me while this other website that is down like from this business down the street doesn't talk about this at all. So they must not, you know, this may be something they don't specialize in or maybe they can't solve my problem. So you're just giving your customer more confidence in your business and your ability to solve their problem, which is what they're looking for. It's all about them. That's what they care about. So um, another example might be if you have some sort of like life coaching business, maybe you're writing articles that have to do with time management, um, whatever. Again, same concept, like you hit those pain points and then you like let them know what services you offer can solve those problems. Um, so you may be listening to this and thinking, okay, I hear you. My best yes in my business is what I do well, right? Which you may say, I didn't get into this to write and that's okay. Like you can always, you know, create an outline or share some major or main tips or like share some information and have like an assistant write this for you or you know hire a ghost writer to go in and write these articles for you like there's a lot of options when it comes to this if you're just like I don't want to do this myself um but if you're thinking to yourself like okay I want to get this started what is my first step my advice to you would be to take a step back and as an expert in whatever industry you're doing, you know what the reoccurring problems are with most of your clients, most of your customers, most of your patients, whatever it may be. So you can take a step back and say, okay, these are the most common things that come up. Like if you were in therapy, like if you're a therapist or something, you can know like these are the top five things that most of my clients struggle with and I'll hit these points within these articles. Um, and you start there. And so for some of you who are listening earlier, I mentioned like how it can help SEO if you're publishing consistent content. Um, just having content in general is going to help your business website when it comes to writing posts that hit people's pain points or their problems, right? So even if you're not actually able to write consistent content, if you are willing to pick up those five to 10 main issues or main problems that your people deal with 
and write content about them on your website and then put them where your audience can find them, like link to those articles on your homepage to where those people could actually find those articles. Because maybe your homepage is a section that says, um, you know, are you are you dealing with any of these common problems, right? Or whatever. And then you just have like a cover image with whatever that problem is. And that when they click that, it takes them to this article. So let's say you have 10 major things, you know, all your customers struggle with. And on your homepage, you're saying, hey, do you struggle with animal dander in your home? Or like, do you struggle with, uh, you know, tooth sensitivity, whatever it may be. And that person clicks on that and they go straight to an article that tells them how you solve that problem for them quickly and easily or however. Um, and you give them a call to action to say, if you want to solve this problem, here's how we're going to do it. Here's how you book. Here's how you do whatever. So when it comes to your blog posts, they may be really informative articles and you may only need to post 10 of them. So if you're like, I just don't know that I have weekly content, don't worry about it. Just publish articles related to the top 10 things. And you can do that in a week, you can do that in a day, you can do that in you know, a month, like however long it kind of takes you to build out that content. And then you just leave it because it's still better than nothing. Like it's still, when somebody comes to your website, when they're looking at you versus the competition, if the competition has no expert written articles on their site, they could choose you because they're like, okay, this person clearly knows what they're talking about. They have a whole article on it. And this article doesn't all, doesn't only tell me that they know what they're talking about, but they can solve my problem and they told me exactly how to do that. So when you compose these blog posts for your business websites, be sure that you are writing your you know expertise, but writing it in language that people can understand. People say when it comes to communication that like a third grade level, if you can kind of keep your writing to that, depending on your audience. Like if you would just have general population people as your audience and not like, seriously educated or gifted or something people you want to keep your language as simple as possible because if you're giving their brain too much work to do while they're on their site they're going to be out like they don't want to have to think about or have to google the words you're using um, (laughs) to describe whatever you're, you're describing so keep the actual like expertise as simple and easy to follow as a third grader could follow if they try really hard like some of your stuff may be more complicated than that but you catch my drift like keep the words simple don't use huge vocabulary words um Try to explain it as simply as possible. Then as you work through it, you can say, hey, at our practice, at our office, at our company, we solve this problem and this is how we do it. If you are ready to solve this problem, here's how you work with us. And that all is, that's what you put in that article because that guides people to the problem and then you give them a call to action and you are telling them exactly how to solve their problem, which makes their brain not have to work as hard. And then they're more likely to actually do it. So When it comes to should you do this for your blog, I mean, should you do this for your business website? I am saying, I think that for a lot of companies, it can be very, very, very beneficial, especially if you start very basic with your your customer's biggest problems, whatever they may be, or the things that most people come to you for. Um, You know, so if you have some sort of gutter company and there's a particular gutter problem that you see that's like like 85% of customers have this problem, right? That should be an article. And then you even have like your more obscure things, but that might be related to somewhere that you live. Like, you know, you're an exterminator and you know that locally, like you've got a real problem with some kind of bug. And so you write a more specific article to that type of bug for people who are local. Um, But you can keep it very simple when you're thinking about doing this for your website. Just pick a few topics instead of feeling like you gotta publish every week. If you have enough content to publish every week to keep talking about problems that your audience is facing, go for it until you run out. And then just stop. It's not that big of a deal. You're you're not in the business of building a blog. Your business is not a blog-based business. Your business is 
um, either a product-based business, a service-based business, um, you know, it could be a medical-based business, whatever it is, and you're not in the business of writing. But these articles can give you an edge. So I want to encourage you that if you haven't tried this before, you know, maybe if, if 10 things is too much, 10 problems is too much, or you can't think of 10, start with the first two. Start with one. Just start somewhere. Um, publish it and then see how that feels. Uh, and so if you guys need help with this or like planning out this content and you aren't sure where to go next or feel a little overwhelmed, just let me know. Um, we can set up a coaching call for what are your next best steps and like how to actually get this done. And if you need me to connect you um, in those coaching calls with uh, some people who may be able to help you actually write this content, we can do that. So head on over to KimAndersonConsulting.com and set up a one-on-one -on -one call if you would like to work through this. If not, your next best step on your own is just to sit down and to brainstorm five of your business customers' main problems or things that people come to you the most for and make a plan for publishing that content. When you make a plan, like when you write those five things out, like just those ideas, then underneath each idea, I want you to break down um, your main points that you wanna make in that article, uh, how your company solved that problem, and then what's going to be the directions you give them to take action. Like how do they, how do they simply and easily solve their problem? So those are the three things I want you to brainstorm and once you have um, those items for at least one of those articles, go ahead and get on your website, get behind the scenes, and publish a post no matter what uh, platform you're using for your website hosting. Um, and if you don't want to do a post, you can always do a page when it comes to small business websites because you aren't producing lots and lots of content like a magazine. It's also okay for you to um, just write, make, like, make landing pages basically for each of these topics. Um, and that works as well. You don't have to be so caught up in whether or not you're doing a post or a page. Um, whereas a person who had a blog-based business would be focused on writing blog articles. So um, that is just food for thought, especially like if you're only gonna have like 10 articles on your website, you can make them pages, it's not a problem. I hope that you guys have a great week and good luck with this project. I hope you do your homework. And if you haven't done this before, I hope it works for you and you find more business success through application and implementation through what you've learned today. If you're listening to this on the go and you're thinking to yourself, that was a lot of information and I would really like to do this, but I'm still a little bit overwhelmed about the process of like actually publishing this. Uh, I want you guys to take a look in the show notes and you should see a link that will take you to a little printable sheet that you guys can use um, to outline the post and like know like here's a checklist of what you basically need to do to publish this article so that it is you know um, SEO primes and everything else uh, when you're ready to publish it in that way you don't get overwhelmed and you can actually follow through on the call to action that I've given you today.